Welcome to Saturday Soup for the Sister's Soul. This podcast has a simple mission. To soothe, heal, inspire, nurture and elevate. To offer something warm and nourishing. To invite you to notice the quality of the relationship that you have with yourself and to know that when we nurture ourselves, when we take time for our soothing, our healing, our inspiration, our nurturing and our elevation, then when we begin with ourselves, a whole experience of life changes even though the conditions that we're living in may not I have this saying that the sun shines on the inside always that the light is always on the inside always But the clouds of our thinking and the clouds of experience often get in the way. We can be fooled by the conditioning. We can be deceived by circumstances. We can believe the meanings of our own making and live from those places as if the meanings that we've made are true. And I wanted to share a light example of that. So this week, I had a call from a colleague and a colleague was giving me some feedback about their experience of me in a role that I've just started, really. And the feedback was... You're so passionate and you really care so much about the work. And this person began to compare themselves and considered that perhaps, perhaps they'd lost their care. Perhaps they'd lost their shine. Perhaps there are people in your life that you look to and you notice some wonderful qualities, some qualities in them that you admire. And then perhaps you too compare yourself. I do this a lot. (laughs) I catch myself doing it. I notice, oh, I'm not as sophisticated as this one. I'm not as articulate as that one. And then I smile to myself because I recognize that whatever is showing up on the outside may not have anything to do with what's going on on the inside. And I know that because so often 
the feedback I get <laughs> is nothing like how I'm feeling on the inside. So the story goes that the feedback is positive and passionate and the person perceives themselves as somehow less than that. And I say, <laughs> you're mistaken. You're making a mistake. He says, how so? And I said, I do everything passionately. How we do one thing is how we do everything. If I were picking up litter from the park, you would see me doing it passionately and think that I loved the work. And the second mistake is to compare and to believe then the thinking And it's so easy to do because we live in a culture where comparison is the name of the game. We're all invited to compare ourselves. We're all invited to judge ourselves and to judge others and to play the hierarchical game. Somebody must always be more than and somebody must always be less than. Now, depending on the environments that we grew up in, our conditioning has set us up for particular patterns of thinking. You're okay, I'm not okay, is one expression of that. The other is, you're not okay, and I am okay. You see, there's a one-up and one-down game at play and it can be so hidden from us that that's the script, the story, the life position that we are living in. And we set about all kinds of strategies to avoid being seen <laughs> in that way. But then it comes out. It comes out in our relationships with other people. It comes out in our relationships at work. If you are holding the belief that others are okay and you are not, there is an energy of survival that's present, a hypervigilance, 
a filter that distorts experience and shapes experience. <laughs> you could think of it in this way. You send a text to your friends and two people reply and one person doesn't and you get a bit frustrated, upset, annoyed that you haven't received a reply. Now it might look to you like your low mood has come about because somebody didn't text you back. But in actual fact, the low mood comes about by the meaning that we make. The meaning that we make is coming from the thinking that we have in the moment and also from these script positions. There must be something wrong. I must have done something wrong. If you live in the idea of you're not okay and others are okay, that would be an automatic belief that you might go to and not even notice that that's where you go. And we'll continue not to notice until we slow down. So the outcome of this conversation that I had was that this chap felt much better afterwards when he learned <laughs> that actually yes he was witnessing some passion and some care but clearly it didn't mean what he thought it meant and that secondly There's no hierarchy except the one that he makes in his mind. Therefore, he has a choice. He can live in the idea that somebody is better than him. Or he can choose something else entirely. usually invite people to come up with three alternatives simply because it removes the binary black and white one or zero options because when we're in our survival mode that's how we're looking black or white danger no danger But because we want to engage that thinking part of the mind, that thinking part of the brain that allows us to be more rational and logical, to take a step back and observe and notice. Inviting 
people to think about three alternatives as opposed to two often leads them to the place of being able to come up with a whole heap more. And then when you can see (laughs) that you can create many meanings, multiple meanings, well then you're actually being in the space of none of my meanings are true and all of my meanings are made up. So let me choose what serves me. Let me choose what will nourish me and elevate me in this moment so that I'm able to respond. I had another interesting experience this week where there was an invitation for me to tread carefully be mindful be aware that using my voice may lead me to being misunderstood misinterpreted and misrepresented And the intention behind the invitation was that somebody was trying to look out for me. At least that's how it looked from their perspective. And I could see that. And I could also see that in that moment they were carrying the message of tone down. My response to that (laughs) was that I'll soon be 48 years old. I have lived and worked in a culture, in a society that is hostile in explicit ways and in covert ways, in deeply subtle ways. And that I'm too old to tone shit down. And that actually, what's really important to me today is to have some integrity, to speak my truth. not to hide but to be visible to be seen to be heard I said whilst I appreciated the looking out and I was grateful for the heads up I'm too old to be boxed in.
So it's been an interesting week of interesting conversations. Trust, mistrust, racism and mistrust. challenge of compare and despair those qualities have been around this week and I noticed that looking after myself this week has been really important Taking time to relax, to unwind, to soothe myself, to switch off my phone, to get off social media, to conserve energy. And I notice this pattern arises quite strongly when I've become aware of energies that are, I want to say hostile, microaggressions, subtleties. My mind says, oh yes, we have been here before and there is a way to navigate these experiences. And if I'm having the experience, then I am a common denominator in that experience too. It's not just happening to me. So one of the ways, and probably the most fundamental way that I navigate this, is to know that I'm not my anxious thought I'm not any of my thoughts I'm not any of my feelings and that my feelings are only ever showing me what's going through my mind through my consciousness in any moment and that when I'm tired it's okay for me to rest and it's okay for you to rest and that we don't have to pick up the rope and engage in the battle. That also we don't have to pick up the shields and get into defense mode. And we do have to look after ourselves. Because we're not impervious to any of the dynamics that are at play in the world right now. When we take good care of ourselves, we're better able to support those that we care about. And we're better able to support 
anybody that we come into contact with, when you know the light shines within you, one of the first things you'll know and be certain of is that same light shines within everybody else too. That there's more to us human beings than meets the eye. So much more. That when we live in the thinking and the interpretations, the meanings that we're making, we can suffer a great deal. And we can pass those interpretations on to others. And people may well pass them on to you with good intention. But we have a choice. We do have a choice. We don't have to pick it up. We can eat the fish and leave the bones, as they say. (laughs) I like that phrase. Eat the fish and leave the bones. Take what's good. Take what's nourishing. Take what is nurturing for you. And leave behind the rest. You don't have to go to every argument you're invited to. I'm Chevy Gillings, and this has been Saturday Soup for the Sister's Soul. This is our 16th episode. Thank you, thank you. I look forward to speaking to you next week.